Good morning, friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart with Estitude. <laughs> it's been a while I came here with all yeah, life experiences and all. How have you been? Has life been? Have you been handling life challenges and all? So today I just want to share another life experience with you. Actually, basically my experience this week on, on dealing with or how high I overcome my bad days, what I do when I have bad days or when I'm just feeling down and moody. So last this this month I've been reading a lot. I've read about four books this month of June. And one of the books I read is The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Now, this book has really changed my mind about many things. It reinforced things I knew, I knew, then pushed me to start practicing things that I had known, but I was not really practicing or I was not really um, emphasizing on things like positive thinking, things like positive convention, things like affirmative visualization and all. So it changed my perspective. Days that I feel down and I'll just start motivating myself. Hey, Esther, you're fine. You can do this. I can do all things through Christ. It strengthens me, you know, and it kind of increased my faith, made me more happy, made me more cheerful about life. I wake up and I'm just smiling. I'm singing Jamie's great, Jamie Gray's song. Or I'm singing Good Morning. I'm singing, you know, it just changed my, my perspective on a better level. But this week, I don't know, <laughs> the mood was a little low, you know. I've not been having all my high positive vibes as much. Yeah, I say happy boy. You know when you you know when there's a difference. So I've been trying and I've been using my pep talks and I've been telling, hey Esther, you're fine. But you know, my body is trying to like re, um, rebel and it's I'm feeling weak physically. I'm not feeling really happy at work. I have too many deadlines and these are part of our daily experiences here so how do i handle this how do i cheer myself up how do i snap out of such moods because trust me those moods are not healthy they only make one sink into depression make one unhappy you know and just have a bad day so one of the things i do like i already said is positive confession so i tell myself not necessarily out. I say to myself, Esther, you're fine. Esther, you can maybe I'm dealing with an issue at work. One of my, my codes is not building or I'm expressing errors and I'm like, oh, okay. I just take him in and I'm like, okay, I know what to do. I receive insights on this particular problem, you know, and it really helped me. I see that when I talk like that, my mindset changes to solutions. So I'm thinking, okay, so what do I even need to do? What have I not tried, right? And it changes my perspective on handling that um, problem. Another thing I do is I talk to God about it. Trust me, <laughs> this works like <laughs> magic because not really, but it, it, so it helps because when I talk, I'm like, oh, dear God, maybe someone has just made me angry, you know? I'm like, okay, good. This is how I'm feeling right now. Or maybe I received the rejection mail. I'm like, oh my god, can you listen to this? Um, this is not this is not making me happy. And I just say, oh, this will please comfort my heart or show me how to handle the situation. And it works. Yeah, another another one is on handling hunger. When someone has pissed you off or you are anxious or you have an anxiety attack, you know they'll tell you, oh, take a deep breath and count one to ten under your breath. Why not try 
besides in the first 10 words of the Lord's Prayer. So someone has made you really mad and you're trying to control your anger. And you're going, take a bit, take a bit, take a bit. No, just to our Father who art in heaven, our Lord be thy name. Trust me, you'll be smiling because when you start reciting the Lord's Prayer, your mind goes God conscious and then you know that, oh, calm down, sister. It's really not that it's really not that serious, right? No <laughs> matter how the person is on once you try to recite the Lord's Prayer. By the time you get to the tenth word, you're already feeling a little calmer or you're taking a walk, you get. That's another thing I do when I'm feeling anxious or I'm not just happy. I just take a walk, plug in my ears and listen to good upbeat music. It also helps to lift my mood, right? What other things do I do? I write, yeah. So maybe I'm going to try talking. <laughs> so when I'm not feeling happy, like, or, or maybe I'm just there, my mind, because I just, I try to clear my mind. I just think of something productive to do. And sometimes I just get inspiration to write. Like the other day, I wasn't feeling really happy. And before you know, I was thinking, that's actually what prompted this um, <laughs> this podcast. Because I was like, oh, I was just happy. I wasn't able to sleep and all of that. I was like, what can I do? And I just thought about it. Uh, cool. Why not just scribble? Teach people what to do. What would you normally do? And you know, by the time I was done writing, I was already feeling lighter because what well, I had already shared with others. So yeah, so when you're not feeling happy, you can also share with others. You can volunteer for or encourage somebody. You're not feeling happy. Call someone and say, hey, just to check on you. You know, when you, when you check on someone and the person is even having bigger problems, then you'll be like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm still fine. And another thing, or the final thing I like to say is remember that it doesn't last. No matter how down you may be feeling and you're having a bad day and it's like, oh my God, could things get any worse? Trust me, people have had it worse and it will pass. Tell yourself, this situation will pass. You've lost money, you've lost something important or even someone important. You're angry, you're fearful, you're anxious. Hey, these two will pass, trust me. No matter how long the night gets, morning, morning will surely come. Morning, the morning of joy, the morning of happiness, the morning of greatness will come. Sometimes just take a break, you know, just rest your brain. Try mind draining, purge your mind and visualize yourself that the fear is draining out. The anger and anxiety is draining. Now just picture yourself, picture the anxiety flowing out from your mind and then refresh your mind with positive thoughts and encouraging thoughts. I hope this has helped you. If you're having a bad day, remember someone loves you, someone is praying for you and I'm sending lots of positive vibes your way. Thank you for coming around on the show today again. Till I come your way next time, have a beautiful life. All the best. Hello everyone, good morning and welcome to another episode of Atul Heart with Attitude. Trust you've been well. <laughs> it's amazing it's been a long while I came your way. Trust life has treated you good. So the last time I came your way, I talked about dealing with bad moods, handling bad moods and all. I hope you've been having great times and I hope you've been having great moods and all. That's great. So today on this episode, we'll be talking about reading imbibing that culture of reading especially for young adults how do you manage your work your life your family 
all your tasks and you still find time to read especially as a young adult why do you even need to read at all in the first place now many of us are working some of us are students and also working some people are full-time entrepreneurs and as you see life is too busy i don't even have time enough for me i don't have time enough to pursue all my passions how do you expect me to combine that then reading i mean reading every day yes because that's what i actually mean so uh, over the last um, seven weeks seven weeks eight weeks thereabouts i started a course in um on leadership and entrepreneurship at a business institute in my state and one of the tasks we were given or we we're told we'll be doing is to read a book an inspirational book a week so you read one book for a week for the duration of the course which is 10 weeks in my head i was like oh wow <laughs> who has time for that i mean i have my job i have my other side also i have my life i have my faith i have all these things to deal with how do you expect me to combine all of this then reading every single day you know it felt hard it felt difficult but I, you know the powerful thing i've learned is that what you can what your mind can conceive you can achieve all it takes is a determination a mental determination and a positive attitude combined with self-discipline and then you can achieve anything like literally anything so we started school and then the first book we read was no excuses by brian tracy 21 chapters so you go to read 21 chapters in a week like you and you did you do daily reviews so we literally had to do like at the end of each day write a review of how you read submit it in the group if you don't do that you have to pay a fine so it's like really hectic because i still have to go to work sometimes i close like 10 p.m and i still have to read and submit my reviews and all of that stuff it was quite difficult and if i wasn't determined right if i didn't have a passion if i didn't know why i was doing this i would really have quit but I kept at it, so the first week was no excuses. So now, the, 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 to help us, we thought the practice of speed reading. Speed reading helps you to cover reading, this reading in a faster and efficient way. And also, another technique is when you want to read. So one, the first thing is what speed reading. Speed reading covers when you want to read a book, you don't just open, oh, chapter one, that fast, let me read fast, 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 nah. Okay, so what's the title of this book? What's uh, the page? What's the note from the publisher? What's the acknowledgement? What's the title? How many, how many chapters does he have? What does it say at the back? You already have like an overview of what the book is about. So you know what to expect. You know what to look out for. Then you know how to read. So when you're reading, you the, the principle of when you're reading, use like a pen or your finger to trace along the line. So I'm reading this chapter and I'm going... Oh, da, 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 da. And I'm tracing it. It makes it faster. And then I'm not reading out. So I'm not saying, and the boy went to the school. That's slow. But when I'm reading, I'm using my eyes to read and my fingers to trace along the line. So it's faster. It's more efficient. Then another thing is when you want to read and you know you have to read a book per week, you go. So how many chapters does this book have? It has 21 chapters. There are seven days in a week. So 21 divided by seven is three. So I have to read three chapters a day for me to be able to read this book in one week. Then 
you're committed to it. You, you need to have a personal determination. You need to know why you're doing it. Because if you don't have a why, if your why is not strong enough, you're not going to commit to it. You're not going to be disciplined enough to actually act it out for the duration. So for the past seven weeks, I've been reading like one week, one book per week. And trust me, it's been awesome. It's changed my mind. Like I've read books like The Power of Positive Thinking, No Excuses, Eat That Frog. I've read the leader who had no title, Robin Sharma, the the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, Sales, um, The Psychology of Sales by Brian Tracy, and it's been amazing. I mean, it's so amazing the power of what your mind can achieve if it is teared up. And how do you get your mind teared up if you don't read, if you don't listen to audiobooks, if you don't listen to powerful um talks right audio books there's youtube now what is your youtube for oh i'm gonna go watch the wedding video cool what the wedding video but also watch stuff like valutainment watch stuff on entrepreneurship watch stuff on leadership on financial intelligence because these are stuff that really make up your life the wedding video is good well to an extent but then it doesn't add so much value to you because you are your biggest asset so you need to build you you need to work on you, you need to aim to make you better yeah i get you i'm sure you're getting me right so you need to work on making you a better you and how do you do that by investing in you by reading books by attending events where you're learning not just events so my friend said let me go i'm going now because you know that oh cool this person is coming to this event they're trying to tackle this issue in this event and i need to be there to learn this and this and this when you invest in you, you'll be amazed at the power of what you can achieve because you've trained your mind you've trained your mind to be better so today, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about reading. I want to talk about building a habit, a culture of reading. If you need to join a book club for you to achieve that, if you need to like say, okay, Esther, can you like, let's read together. What book are you reading this week? You understand? And then we, we're, we're, we're like challenging ourselves to be better by reading these books and not just reading them, but like practicing them. And how do you get to practice? By sharing with your friends. So I hear my friend, hey, see this book I'm reading now. See what it is about. When I do that, it's not a shove because it's me saying, guys, I'm reading this. I'm committing myself to being accountable. I said, so people are like, oh, wow, Esther, what book are you reading this week? Can you get this book for me? Do you get? So you're building yourself and you're building others. So when I share the, what I learned from my books, as I type it, 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 it sticks in my brain more. And I talk to my friend, I'm like, oh, so you, can you see what I learned in this book? Can you see what I learned from this book? Can you see what this guy was saying in this book? It's, it sticks more in my head because I'm sharing. So as you read, share with others. Don't say, ah, I don't ever need to know. What if I don't meet up? Why won't you meet up? You can because you can do anything. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to let you know today that there's power in reading. It's, it's, it's expands your mind it stretches you and the good thing about the mind is when it's stressed it has the capacity to even go it can go wider it can get better all you need to do is keep pushing you and like Robin Sharma said he said there is no nobility in being better than someone else true nobility is when you're better than who you used to be so every day I aim to become a better me every day I, I, I try to do a reflection okay what did I do that was not so good right what can I do to be better and you know every day I just aim to get better that way I hope you've learned a thing or two from this um, episode I hope you actually pick up the reading habit share with me tell me what you hope to do to start reading and um, I, yeah I hope you can you can I because I know you can I know you can achieve that. 
I know you can achieve that. So as we go into the weekend, I want you to have a beautiful weekend ahead. I want you to find time to have a personal meditation period. I want you to find time to have like a silence period where you just sit, reflect and meditate and, you know, visualize the future that you want for yourself. I wish you an amazing weekend ahead. Lots of love for me. Have a beautiful weekend ahead. Hello, good evening. How are you today? Welcome to another episode of Add to Her to Institute. It's good to be here with you guys again. It's great to connect with you. Trust the day has been going well. Welcome once again. All right. So this evening, we'll be having a conversation. I'll be sharing with you lessons from my first online business pitch competition. Well, it's not so much of a big deal, but it is a big deal, sort of, because I've done, like, um, a pitching for my business. It was, like, an online application, more like... So this was, like, the first time I would do, like, a video, you get. A one-minute video business pitch on social media. Normal me or the person I was before, I'll be like, oh, I'm not doing... I can't, like, I don't like putting myself out there too much, talking about my businesses and all of that stuff. But that is actually not a good, uh, not a good habit for an entrepreneur. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you need to be able to put yourself out there, put yourself in the face of people, put your business in their face. Like, you literally need to be able to sell your market. You need to be able to share and communicate your vision. So attending business institute and all opened my eyes to some things I needed to learn and work on and challenged me to like go for my dreams, go for, communicate my vision better, talk more about my businesses, talk more about my my vision and passion. So I stumbled upon an opportunity on Instagram where Ifedrosimeti was sharing, was, was giving grants to women for their businesses to like if they had like issues or areas where they needed funding to assist them in their businesses so i was like whoa i actually need funding for my businesses actually my ngo like we had this faith where we could actually do with <laughs> a lot of funds and funding and, and funds and um funding right so i was like oh i could do this it's a one minute video but then I was like, oh my god, but if I do this, I'm going to be in everybody's face. Which shouldn't be a bad thing, right? So I actually later decided to go for it. So I talked to a colleague at work, and I'm like, hey, NJ, please you help me with this video. Because the phone is like an iPhone, and of course, quality is higher than my phone. So I told her, and she agreed to help me do the video. So the first video we did, prior to that, I had like thought about what I was going to say. Right, I would I'd known like okay, these are the things I wanted to mention, and then we did the first video, ah, uh, but it wasn't good enough. I was too fast. I was saying too many things. I was shooting over one minute. So one lesson from that is when you're trying to do a business speech, apart from knowing ahead what you want to say, you need to write it down. Right, you need to say, practice it ahead like do like a demo pitch when you want to do a one minute video you don't just do the one minute video and that no like write out oh this is what i want to do this is what i'm going to say then do like trial pitches do several see oh okay 
let me practice by myself. Let me see if I shoot over one minute, if I am still within the one minute range. So I didn't do that the first time when I realized that. So the, the, we had to do it like the next day, which is a Friday. The application, applica- application closes on a Saturday, which is today. So Friday morning, before going to work, I did like several videos. Like we wrote what I had written, did several videos like demo or practice videos when i got to work i told my colleague i was ready and she was able to do we were able to do another video which was way better than the one i did the other day and also another thing i did was so thursday because my colleague was quite busy we couldn't do another video for me to to, to like um practice to like do another video instead of the first one i had done so uh, i went to the social media i went to instagram to search for those people that are done their videos to see oh who are my competitors it's also good to know who your competitors are in any market right or in any competition since there was an online competition we could see everybody's um videos so i went online and checked for people video and i saw oh this this person is doing that i really like that i could do in my own video or this is what i need to work better at or this is what i need to improve on you understand so that's what i was trying to do so friday i already known these things i had written them out at practice at four and so when i got to work i was ready for my colleague to do like a real video so i did it but this time around another thing i did was when we are done it was quite okay but i needed to send this to someone that could actually critique right so i sent it to my my um school lead the person managing my school my business institute i sent it to her to like critique right and um i showed it some of my some of my other colleagues to like critique and i got some feedback from them that i needed to improve on so another thing you need to do is when you're doing a video or a pitch apart from practicing by yourself practice in front of others let them critique let them tell you oh this is what you should have done better or this is what you should not have done right so that way you're not making mistakes or when you're making mistakes it can be corrected before it goes live do you understand so i got the feedback and i knew okay i needed to add this or remove that right so like i was too fast then i was talking more about the fonts so i needed to like focus on the the idea or what i needed the grant for so my ngo is actually like speak on initiative and our goal or our aim is to improve africa's economy right by empowering people through selfless service in the first time i did the video i didn't include when we started i didn't include like um i didn't include when we started i didn't include like the benefits of what the grants would do social rights so the final one i did after getting all the feedback right i Mention my name. Oh, my name is Esther Omikule. I'm the founder of Life Weekend Initiative. This initiative was founded in November 2017, and so far we've done so so and so amount of projects, which has done this, which has had this impact. Right? We were looking. We are looking. We have this vision, right, to do so so and so in underserved communities in Nigeria. This will improve Nigeria's economy by providing job opportunities. Right um carbon and literacy and all of that stuff so i say the social benefits right then i go and say i don't i don't talk so much about the grants then i go and say getting this grant will go a long way in helping us achieve this vision we'll be able to do so so and so i hope you share in this vision thank you
and that's it now how many video is over so one thing i also did in the video was as i was videoing it as she was videoing me after i'm done i send it to someone to help me do editing so in between the video instead of my face to show all through the video what happens i sent in images of our past outreaches and skill acquisition trainings right so he inserts it in between the video so as i'm talking when i get to places where i talk about the volunteering organization an image shows up right relating to that when i talked about the outreach on orphanage home some images show up relating to that so it shows credibility like oh we've really done this in the past and we can do more if we get this funding so it's 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 it was that's basically it so I did this application. I submitted it yesterday. So it's pretty recent and I've not been selected, but I thought to share with you guys, right? Another thing that I also did was after I'd done my video, um, I went through other people's videos again, right? And I learned from it. So one thing I learned from it was, see, this doing this video actually was a push for me. Normally I wouldn't, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I like to push people out there more than I even push myself. So I wouldn't talk so much about my business. I wouldn't talk so much about what I do. I'll talk more about encouraging you, helping you become better. But doing this made me realize that, oh, cool. As a business person, I need to be able to push my business out there more, right? Also, I also learned that this is a, a stepping stone. If maybe, because <laughs> I know I will get the grant, but if maybe I didn't get the grant, I have I've learned, right? I've learned how to pitch. I've watched people pitch. I've learned some other things I'm supposed to be doing. For instance, one of the things I learned was when I volunteer as a volunteer, I need to take more pictures of them doing their volunteering task rather than taking pictures at the end of the volunteering task. That's one of the things I learned. Among some other other lessons I learned. I learned to go for more grants, to apply more because, I mean, I need to stop being shy. I don't know if it's being shy or keeping quiet about all I do and reach out more because we're trying to affect lives. It's not really totally about me, but more about the people. So I need to talk more. So what is it you're trying to do? And you're maybe you're, you're holding and you're like, oh, I'm not sure people will respond. Because that's another thing. Oh, I'm not sure people will respond to this do it just do it i mean people put out their funny crazy videos and you watch it you laugh why not put out your series another lesson you don't know who is watching so many posts reached out to me oh well done on that this that that somebody had to tag me in a post because i just did that video right so you don't know who is watching just do it you know when you have that beautiful idea start it when you have that business speech put in your best and go for it expecting the best right i've not gotten the the the, the grant yet but when i win right definitely because i'm gonna win when i win i'm going to let you guys know and yeah we'll celebrate it just an awesome week or weekend ahead have a beautiful evening see you next time i come your way hi guys good afternoon or good day wherever you may be um thanks for coming around again to listen to my podcast um welcome to heart to heart with attitude today i just want to share with you guys how my 2020 has been yes it's the 
18th day am i correct or 19th day in 2020 so 18th day actually in 2020 so it's january 18 and um i'm gonna share with you guys so this year right i have like several goals i'm looking to achieve but so earlier in the year like second or so i like wrote out my goals in a draft book that was supposed to move to my main goals book for the year but somehow somehow so i resumed work on the second right and work has been so hectic so i've not really had time for myself i have several things that are really key for me this year my career my brand my vida then serving in my young professional forum in church so i had like major goals so i had had um have i had these goals like written down in like drafts but i had not been able to translate them into ordered ordered goals and all for myself so work has been like so that the first week was in like first week was a little relaxed but second week so i was called to work on this back-end web api that i've been working on last year so they had like some fixes that i needed to do so you know when you fix a bug and then you realize another bug and you're happy you solved one problem but then you have another problem to solve so it was like back to back solving issues closing work very late like 9 p.m so it's it was a little hectic and then i get them very tired i'm not able to like go back to my goals so for the young professional forum at church our first meetup is actually tomorrow so i'm supposed to have like put together the plans for it but i had was so busy thankfully i had a team i'm working with so we had already listed our proposed list of events so i'm in a training department i had a training department so what the training department do all we do is we um like organized trainings and programs and events for the young professionals at church so i just had to like we just had to pick like the first one for the which is on goal setting so we'll have that tomorrow thankfully i'll facilitate it uh but today i was able to like find time to just go through my draft goals for the year and then put them in like structured form in my goals book my main goals book what is left now is for me to do like a vision board but in my brand maybe that would have an event in february around goal setting and vision boarding so i should be able to do my vision board by then like i said i really hope to like do more podcasting this year and do more like blogging this year hopefully so if i've like not done it in a while i'm not going to let guilt in me from even doing it when i'm supposed to have now done it again so i'm just going to keep doing it and pushing this year you know working towards exposure and more experience and i'll tell you the same too so whatever the year may however the year may have started for you maybe setting a very great note you're already getting like i know people that just got, at the beginning of the day they've gotten new jobs they've gotten new cars you know or maybe the year for you is just like bass boost you're not even sure what the year is like yet for you whatever it is like just like find time to like list out what really matters because that's what you're going to reason to track yourself and the good thing with that is you, you're able to amend it and say okay i've done this i've not done this this is what i should do instead so work on that then if you need me to like walk you through you can like send me messages so i could like walk you through and how to like set effective goals thankfully i've taken different sessions this month on goal setting vision boarding before my own event so guys um no matter how the year started with you give it a best shot and the one thing i'm really working on this year is being intimate with god so every day 
I ensure that I read my Bible and I ensure that I'm in communication with God. I'm also trying to like learn French, so I'm daily going through my French study app so that I can like make my French better. I'm also looking for opportunities. So, you know, in between the busy schedules and all, just like you know what really matters and then start taking little steps in that direction. So that's the summary for today. Uh Till I come here again, remember to always live your best life. Yes, a happy, healthy, and wealthy life. Cheers to more, and thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, guys. Top of the day to you, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart with Estitude. How's your day going? And how are you wherever you're listening to me from? So today, I want to talk to you guys about life and seasons. Yeah, so we, we all know, or if you don't know, you know, life is in seasons. I think you all know because there are times when, you know, seasons could be like the winter, summer spring you know autumn and all of that or if you come to our climbs where i am based i'm based in nigeria you have the rainy season the dry season the matan season you know and all to all of this meaning means sometimes the weather is extremely cold sometimes the weather is extremely warm sometimes it's just okay sometimes it will snow sometimes it will rain and you know life is like that it's not always going like just in one direction there are differences in the life so now as humans we have seasons in our life so for so let me give you an example you have the season when you're in primary school or kindergarten there's a time when you're in high school or college there's a time when you went to the university if you ever went same some people there's a there's a time for singlehood there's a time for marriage there's a time for parenthood and as our life goes season 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 so now let me tell you guys what really triggered this post so on sunday um kobe grant a very key person in the basketball industry in usa and the world um and his daughter were involved in like a plane crash helicopter crash along with seven other people and that we heard from the news now that since two days later we're hearing that nine people died in the helicopter crash on the same sunday right the grammys was going on and some people won I mean, people always win, so people won awards. So now here is it. This is a season for some. In this season, some will be entering a period of grief, of brokenness, you know, of mourning. While some people are entering a season of joy, of more recognition, and that's how life is. You know, it just kicks us in the face that and then for some it just makes them like it's just they just get elevated and you know what we learn from this is there's a time 
for everything and even in ecclesiastes chapter 3 i believe bible says there's a time for everything a time to plant a time to harvest a time to leave a time to die a time to reap a time to sow and what i would say what i've learned from this is let's learn to make the best of our lives while we are here whatever the season we may be in while we still have life and we have the breath of god in us let's ensure to live our best lives and this best life is not just like spending money all over it's like intentionally choosing what makes you happy especially in god if it's travel if it's food not like overeating like exploring food if it's technology if it's finance put your best to it be known for something what are you known for with apart from those clowny pictures you put on instagram what else are you known for are you making impact why not just look back today and then think about your life and see what do i really want to be known for in this life that i mean what do i want to do in my life what if anything happens for instance kobe Gianna and the other families in that plane that helicopter they didn't know they were going to die that day they were going for a basketball meeting somewhere when they had the crash but Kobe is known for the legacy left in basketball at the very least also bring it to the spiritual what are you going to be done for in God's kingdom are you just going to come to this life say no I don't want to do God and then just die and then you never you don't know for anything so what do you want to be known for on us what do you want to know for in heaven? This is a time to like sit back and just think about it. Not to make this um, post so like just dreary or uh, any of that. But it's just good for us to just think on these things and say, what do I really want to do in my life? What do I want to be known for? What do I want to leave a legacy for? And remember, whatever season you may be in, whether it's the downtime or the up time, keep the faith. Everything you're going through will work together for your good. I know if you're going through a downtime, this might not just sound like a very... um, It just sounds like every other message, but trust me. It's going for your good. So, I mean, have some... I could even share my personal experience, but I don't want to make this post too long. But even in downtime, so this year I will have downtimes this year. But what I've told myself is... I'm not going to let this steal my joy. It's difficult. I've cried. But I'm going to move. Especially because I have the assurance that God is working everything out for my good. So I want you to know that whatever season you're in, God is with you. Come closer to him. And also aim to live a life of impact. Till I come your way again, I remain your friend and sister. Esther, yeah, you can call me Esther Chip. All right. Hi guys, good day. How are you doing? Um, welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart with Esther Chip. So today, I'll talk to you guys about what happened last week and things happening in my state. Um, I'm in Lagos State, Nigeria. So, um, last week, at the beginning of February, 
the Lagos State Government passed out an information that they'll be putting a ban on um, tricycles, we call them keke in Lagos, and then motorcycles, which we call okada. So that means that they won't be taking some routes, um, especially bridges, and then taking like major places that the, this um, vehicle normally take. So now let me explain the way Lagos is. Lagos is a um, city, a state in Nigeria that has about 20, 20 million people uh, approximately um, with people living in interior places and they have to work on the island and um, many places are, are usually um, accessed by the motorcycles which call bikes or um, okada or they are accessed um, via tricycles which we call keke, marwa. So now putting a ban, we just heard the info. At first, we we're like, ah, now that can't work because many areas that we don't have buses plying this route. It's just these KKs and Okada. So if you're going to at least put a ban on them, we expect you to have um, put in measures to alleviate the resulting issues that may come up, such as people trekking, no buses, um, increasing transport fare, and all of that. Uh, but come Monday, February 3rd, if I'm correct. We got out of our homes to go to work and there were no bikes. There were very few buses and no KKs. It wasn't funny. It, I mean, it wasn't funny at the very, at any way. It wasn't funny because people were trekking. Bikes were not available to take people to where they would normally take people to. Buses increased their fares. And where you would normally take for 100, or, or sorry, 150 or 200, they were calling it 400 naira. You know, and it was a lot of stress. Over the week, what people were really saying is, oh, we'll get used to it. Uh, Lagosians will get used to it. And in my mind, I was like, wait. Normally, when I get to law school in Victoria Island, where I work, I would normally pick a tricycle to go in and then get me to my office. But now there's no tricycle. There's no KK. I have to trek. Like, really, I'm coming to work in the morning. I'm supposed to be refreshed, you know feeling happy and excited about the day but instead i'm burdened because i've had to also for bus you know i've waited a long time at the bus stop to get bus and then when it comes it's a lot of traffic and then i have to trek remaining way to the office just tell me how can i be productive in such a state of mind and then people say oh you'll get used to it you know what the camp the, the what broke the uh, the show that broke the camel's back for me on friday so I was going to work and then the bus I boarded got bad and they dropped us at a very far distance from where they would normally drop us. Normally I would pick a tricycle AKK from there to the real bus stop but there was none. So I trekked for like 30 minutes-ish before I get to meet to Obalindi and then I, to, I waited to get a bus. It was long time coming. Then when I got the bus it was 300 naira instead of 200 naira. And then I got to law school and then no KK, I had to trek. I was tired. My body was just spinning me and I was like, why am I going through such? Now, that brings me to what I want to talk about today. Getting used to stress, getting used to bad situations, getting used to addictions and all sorts of things that are not good for one. How I know one characteristic of human beings and all of that is adaptability. But I found out that it's easy for us to adapt to 
bad situations. It's like some people in abusive abusive relationships always make excuses for their abusive spouse and say uh, it wasn't just feeling like this or she wasn't just doing this that's why and then they continue to try to endure abusive relationship guys i don't believe in it <laughs> i mean there are some situations that you have to endure but it has it, it, it shouldn't be something that you can walk out away from or something you can do something about in my case i'm already working on means that to ensure that I don't continue in this unhealthy um, lifestyle or cycle that is going on in Lagos. But let's talk about people that, you know, just adopt or adapt to situations that are not so good. When they can actually do something about it. Okay, I know there are situations where you may not be able to do a lot about what you're going through. But if you're able to do, why are you adapting to um, you know, situations that are not healthy. Okay, for instance, let's say that um, you're working in a place, you've been working there for two, three years, and no growth. You're always victimized by your boss. There's mental abuse, verbal abuse. But she's just saying, oh, there's no job out there. I don't want to lose my job. You're not doing anything about fixing the situation in your current place of work. You're not going to talk to someone senior or talk to a counselor on how to um, fix the situation. You're just trying to say, oh, there's really nothing I can do. That person is going to die early. I don't know. It's going to not grow. It's going to be stagnant. Whereas there will be opportunities for the person to actually grow. Where the person will actually be appreciated. You know. So, friends... I'm just trying to tell you that you don't have to always adapt to unhealthy situations, unhealthy circumstances. Know your tolerance level. If something is going above what you can take, you don't have to deal with it. You know, you could just work away. You don't have to be violent about it, but you can just work away. Always, always ensure sanity. Ensure that you have peace of mind. I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about today. How do you guys deal with situations that are not healthy? Talk to me. Tell me how you deal with such situations. And then if you're in Lagos and going through distress, how have you been dealing with it? Yeah, so cheers to a beautiful week ahead. Um, have a great one. Till I come your way again, I remain your favorite podcast friend, Estitude. Have a great week. Bye. friends good morning welcome to another episode of heart to heart with Estitude. i'm so happy to be here with you again it's been a while but yeah i'm back um how has this season been with you i know it's been a trying one for us as a as a nation as a community even as a world as a world in general it's been it's been quite trying in terms of the pandemic um, you know going on all over the world and different countries different cities different organizations are just trying to see ways in which they can sort of just adapt and make the best of the season but it's not been easy even for individuals you know and i just want to touch on this this morning just a bit to bring the back up to the story earlier this year or late last year 
you know the coronavirus um so they've started first in um, a city called Wuhan in China and then over the months it has spread from China to um, Italy to U- United States of America and even down to Nigeria where I live right and it has shown us the power of what what one virus can do causing almost you know a national lockdown and over 1 million people have been infected so far in the world. Thankfully, recovery rates are many in some places, right? Like in my state where I reside, I think recovery rate is about 40-something percent, which we're thankful for, right? But one thing this has done is, for instance, in my state where I reside, um, most companies have had to be on lockdown. So my company... A financial institution had to close many of our branches, right? Thankfully, I'm in the technology department, so I get to work from home. For some, though, they can't work from home, they have to just stay at home. And it has affected many things. People that like to travel, a lot of travel businesses are just, um, you know, they don't have businesses right now to run because people are not traveling. You should travel in his exodus, put on a ban. You can't go anywhere because you're trying to curtail the spread. Of coronavirus, many people are saying, "Oh, I can't wait for Corona to be over. Oh, I miss the little, the good old days. Oh, I do this. Oh, I do that." And I wanted to just touch on it, right? So I'm one of those people that like to go out, you know, just, um, you know, sometimes just go somewhere nice, you know, hang out with friends and all of that. I'm also one that love my space, so I'm sort of an ambivert. Right, but I understand, and I was at the point I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for Corona to be over. I'm going to go to such such place. I'm going to go because I have plans to go to such places before." But you know the ban and all. Some people even can't get married because Corona. And I say it's as if some a lot of things are on pause. And one thing it actually does for us is give us um, that opportunity to just look at and say, "Okay, this is bringing us back to the basics, beginning to think." What are the most important things in life? And trust me right now, it doesn't even work. It isn't work. It is family, you know, mental wellness. You just being in a state of wellness. Because this could even lead to depression for many. Right? So, um, what was I saying? So, we were just, many people are in a state of denial. Some are just not very comfortable with the change. And some are getting into depression and... There are a lot of reaction to this, and I'm not going to judge any <clears throat> because we all have our, um, we all have the way we react to things. However, I would want to suggest because it's something I'm learning to do myself. You know, we have this um, happiness in the future syndrome or something around saying, um, "I can when Corona is over, I'm going to be very happy. When Corona is over, I'm going to do this." and it sort of just puts us in a future state where we're not able to be present. We're not able to say, okay, right now, Corona is a thing. It's a reality. It's affecting many people. But it shouldn't put my life on a pause. It shouldn't make my joy on a, to be paused. It shouldn't make my happiness be paused. Of course, there are many things I would rather be doing. But even if I cannot, what are the things that I can do that I am thankful for? So another thing that triggered this was I was going to someone's house after it. And the person was like, oh, I miss going to work. 
oh i miss going to church i miss hanging out with my friends i mean these are valid i miss them too in short the other day i was going to church in my sitting room and i dressed up and wore my heels because i you know just that feeling just made me happy but hey there are things that we also begin to learn and can we just begin to have like an introspect and begin to say instead of me to just miss this past days can i begin to make sense of what i'm currently in are there things i'm beginning to learn are there things i need to start doing is there anything this is teaching me so that we're not just living in the past or living in the future and then we're ignoring the present how can i make the best of my present situation for me right one of the one of the things that i'm thankful for right now is i've been able to cook some of my favorite meals you know if i was going to work i would probably not have time to cook as much i'm not not, not, not like i'm cooking as much but once in a while i'm just able to go to the kitchen and cook something nice and i'm just happy so that makes me happy right now cooking something i want to eat so maybe it's my efori rule so if you're not nigerian right and you're not yoruba you may not understand efori rule but efori rule is um vegetable soup that's um sort of fried with pepper i don't know if that makes um a very accurate description but yeah something around vegetable soup with a lot of fish and um corn skin and um locust beans and all of the good stuff crayfish and all of that or if it's me making pepper soup and chicken you know pepper soup right so it's 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 one of the things that make me happy so can you just begin to look around and say how can i make myself happy this is just being with family and do your tiktok videos then you know even as you're happy you begin to say okay what other things can i do so you do a personal review what's my purpose in this life what are the things i'm supposed to do because trust me if it's anything at this time it's bringing us back to the basics not work not um not parties bringing us back of friends and family and then individual purpose right and begin to say what am i called to do and how can i begin to leave that out so i see a lot of collaborations going on very inspiring i was listening to a session with um Pastor Kojo Oyemade and Ibukon, Mrs. Ibukon, what she cares. I'm like, wow, such an amazing collaboration. There was one also with Inkuru, Olumide, Ojo, and Tara, Felajo, Very great sessions that we probably would never have had if our world wasn't enough because they are very busy people. They don't have time, right? But they had these sessions, collaboration online, where we could just listen to them and they share from their wealth of knowledge. So, yeah, there are good sides to this. Please ignore the noise in my background, right? Yeah. So, I just want to just put it out there. What are the good sides to this? I don't want you to remain in depression. Your mental state of your mental wellness is very important. So, what are the things that could make you happy? How could you begin to tap into your, your strength, your purpose, and begin to leave it out? What are the things you can do for others? Is it contributing to relief packages? Would that make you happy? Do you know um, if you could volunteer at this time? There are many opportunities to volunteer. If, it could, if it's just work you have to do, I mean, do you work well and, you know, find time to just say, how can I be better as an individual in the workplace? How can I be better as an individual for my family? And just take this time to, um, to just sort of think through and just have a good time in general. So, yeah, let's not just be very, um, oh, I miss the past days or I miss this, I miss this, which we actually do and which is valid. And we say, I look forward to these, I look forward to this, which is also valid. But whilst we're missing the past and looking forward to the future, what about the present? What about the present? So that's what I have for you today. I'm so happy to to share with you this morning, right? Um, I wish you the best. I pray that this um, 
pandemic comes to an end very soon so we could all go ahead to travel and you know just hang out and those things we miss but then to then i'll just see make the best of the present all right guys like from your way again stay great stay calm i remain your friend esther estitude bye Hi friends, good morning or good day, wherever you may be listening to me from. Welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart with Estitude. It's always a pleasure to share with you guys and I'm happy to be here again with you today. So what do we want to talk about today? Uh, I want to talk about um, faith, right? So faith and lifestyle. I want to talk about gifts and skills and um, talent. So today I was reading through my Bible and I got to a place where um, the story of Jesus giving the parable around um, a man that was going on a journey and then he had like servant and he was like, you take this um, 10 pounds, you take 5 pounds, you take 1 pound and just go do business with it. And when I come back, you can tell me how you use this um, um, pounds right and then he got back and then um the he asked for the record so what have you done with what i've given to you first and foremost the background to the story we also told that the people of those cities did not like the man now i'm wondering if jesus was going to use a picture of a man why would people like the man is it because <clears throat> it was a man of integrity or it was a very very disciplined man and people just didn't want to be disciplined you know I'm not very sure why they didn't like the man but that's the story we got to know that it wasn't very popular among the people but it was it was definitely popular man it wasn't just maybe their favorite guy so he got back and then the first guy comes and says oh yeah you gave me 10 pounds i made 10 pounds more oh wow <laughs> imagine that's 100 percent interest i don't i don't know i've not heard of a business that gives you 100 percent interest in like a year or two you would usually get like 30%, 50% interest if you, if you really can get a lot of interests, right, on your business. So this was like 100%. I'm just like, wow, you did good. And um, the man was like, wow, you did good. I would give you um 10 cities to take, to manage. So imagine I, I was given 10 pounds. And then because I was able to make like 100% interest, I'm then given 10 cities now from a pound to a city. That's like a lot, lot, lot. Yeah. But he says, I'm going to give you 10 cities that you would manage because you've proven yourself to be someone who is faithful and can like <clears throat> manage whatever is given to you. Right. Um, then the next guy comes and says, oh, wow, you gave me five pounds and I made five pounds more. This is also another 100%. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you guys are good. And then because, of course, he made an, um, <clears throat> this... Um, judicious use of what he has been given to given it was also given five cities to manage and then the guy that that was given one pound comes and says oh well i know you are an austere man according to the king james version he uses austere i'm looking i have to look for that that word in dictionary (laughs) he says i know you you like you sow you reap where you don't sow um you you just take things and all of that so well yeah i kept your money in a napkin have it 
right and then the mom was like how could you if you think i'm that kind of person then you should have, at the very least going to drop this money on the bank you know and just let it like grow interest and then bring it back to me that was the least you could do and then it was like take from this man what he had and give it to the guy that had 10 right and um take this money away go punish him because he didn't make use of his talent of his gift and that got me thinking like whoa whoa so it's a parable right and jesus would have us understand that each of us has been given gifts if you want to analyze the story someone was given 10 someone was given five someone was given one and i believe they were given according to what they could manage and we could see from the story of the 10 and the five that they actually managed this well they both got 100 percent which gives me one one lesson first is that Whatever you've been given, you may not have up to what some other persons have, but how are you using what you have? You could have been given two, but can you make another two out of the two you've been given instead of comparing yourself to the person that has ten? Because your journey, they are different. I believe that um, we've been given capabilities for things that, and you know, sometimes we also grow in our capabilities, but you need to first practice what you have. You need to first exert what you have. Not just, you know, many times we just sit down, oh, I wish I had more, I wish I had better things. But hey, what have you done with what you have? Let's not be like the guy with the one pound. We don't want to get punished, you know, we don't want to be like condemned for not like um, making use of what we have. So instead of you complaining, oh, I don't have enough, I don't have this, I don't have that, can you just try and first put to use what you have and then grow? You know, exercise. Can you make like 100%? I think it's a challenge to all of us. So how does this affect me today? How does this affect you today? Right? It brought, I got thinking about some skills. So right, as an individual, I can sing. But at the time, when I was younger, I used to be like shy. And then when we're in church, and then we're just singing generally, I'll just like lower my voice. I don't ever hear my voice. I, I don't know why. And there was a time it just came to mind that, Madam, <laughs> you were giving this voice for God's glory. Fine, I was never in the choir before, but I could sing, right? And then you use this voice. So when, when you're singing in a congregation and your voice comes or you're probably patting the song in auto, don't be, I don't know, if it's shy and then just reduce your voice so that other people don't feel intimidated or you don't you don't feel like i don't even know what the feeling was i don't even know what it was but basically it was just a staring in my spirit that you shouldn't hold back your gift because you're scared and then i would just so when i'm singing in church not for show to get to it's not that i want to show that i can sing but i have to just sing because it's a gift and it's a blessing actually and you know good voice is actually good it blesses others like they want to hear you more right so i just started like singing more and that was just that's just one story i okay so right now i currently am in a choir for young professionals in my church and i'm blessed to be able to use my voice to like minister to people and so when I think I'm not going to be shy and say, oh, why are they going to feel like, oh, what's, what's she, she's trying to show herself? Nah, I'm just trying to make sure I use my gift for God because I'm going to give an account. Do you get So You're coming from a perspective of, how can I use this gift for God? I'm not trying to be proud. I'm not trying to be boastful. But I'm trying to fulfill my ministry. Another gift that uh, I would 
I would say um, God has God has given us a lot of gifts. So one thing we should actually all do is try to sit back and look at. So also I was reading again in Exodus, I think it's chapter thirty-five or thirty-six, and then you know they were going to build the tabernacle of God, and God said some people have been gifted. There is a stirring in their spirit. They've been given the wisdom for certain things. And these guys are the first guys that started showing us how we could rot things and they were able to make cuttings from linen and cuttings from goat skin and ram ram skin, ram hair. And these guys made beautiful things because they had been stirred up, they had been given the wisdom in their spirit and they could bring things to life. Right? So you're not going to know what you can do until you give an expression for it. Many of us are holding back. We are scared. And like that, um, that um, I don't know that poem. Or it says, by holding back your lights, you know you're not going to influence the world. And you know, some 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 of us or some of you may have been called to be influencers, not like uh, social media influencing of the day, but people that through their lives they are going to impact other lives for God's glory. Now imagine you're trying to hold back. Maybe God has called you to a life where you may have to share a little bit more about yourself than some other people. Are you going to hold yourself back and say, no, my village people, I don't want them to know about me. My this, that, that, I don't want... Okay, so village people is something that people, something Nigeria used to be like, um, evil people. So I don't want my village people, like, evil people to know about me, you know. But sometimes if you've been called to a ministry, for instance, if you've been called to be, like, a leader, a pastor now in a church, there's no way you're not going to, like, be out there. You have to be out there. You have to show yourself as an example right and that's an that's a that's a serious calling so it's important that you know what your calling is and then begin to ask god what are the places for me to express this calling how can i successfully express this and impact lives for your glory do you understand so of course you already understand that today's podcast is about faith it's about fulfilling ministry some people have been called to be awesome writers and they would write and trust me even if you went to write, learn your writing in the school of um, I don't know you would never be as good as them if they keep on practicing because it's a gift that they've been able to and a ministry right so you need to be able to look at yourself and I mean I mean the world is in a period of lockdown just take some time off during the day or maybe at weekends if you're working during the during the week and just say what have i been called to do what is that special thing it could be your technical skills it could be your soft skills personally i'm someone who is great at organizing i'm great at putting things together and i've been analyzing my life i'm realizing that over the past few years i've been in position of leaderships some i grew into and i just realized many of these positions are positions where i have to put things together and that's what i that's what i drive at so imagine if they put me in a place where i have to i have several skills several talents and i thank god i'm multi-talented but if, imagine if they put me in a place where i probably have to weave or maybe knit or make clothes things i'm probably not great at that but you know i've been put in a place where i'm 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 able to thrive because my skills are really relevant to my position. So sometimes again, you're in a place where you feel like you're not relevant, probably because you've not been, a, been put in a place where your skills can show forth. Some of you all are great motivators. Some of you, are, you can check on people for Africa and you take it for granted. That could be like your skill that you could use to impact people. And you say, Ella, I'm calling to check on you. You know, the, the, the Bible gives us examples of gifts and says that, 
There's a gift of care, a gift of help, a gift of organizing. You know, these are things that we shouldn't take for granted. And I just want to just touch on this today because, you know, reading about the guys with the 10 pounds, the 5 pounds, and then the 1 pound, I'm like, yo, I don't want to be like that guy with the 1 pound. I want to be able to use my gifts, my talents for God. And I'm not going to say, oh, people are going to think I'm proud or she's trying to show for herself. No, let's remember where we're coming from. We're Christians and first, we shouldn't work in pride. We shouldn't walk in pride. We should walk in humility, but then we should show forth the glory of God. So now look at another story where Jesus was supposed to go into Jerusalem, you know, before being crucified. And then he says, go into the city and look um, look out for a cow in an ass, you know, like a donkey. And then tell them the Lord had to add need for it. And then he, they literally lifted him on. They put their clothes on the donkey. They lifted him on it. They dropped their clothes on the floor. It was for... It was for a glory of God. You couldn't have called that pride. Oh, why is he showing himself? Why is he? I mean, it's even God that can show himself. But no, that was not the point. The point was to show that the triumphant entry of Christ, right? And so, so let's not let's not look at things from a point of oh, I'm not. I'm trying not to be proud, sis or bro. If God has called you to show forth your light, please and please show it forth. Is that with your technical skills, your soft skills, and please. Don't hide those soft skills. Volunteer where you can um, shine in your office. You know, some of you are great at documenting. Some of you are great at reaching out to customers because, of course, you care. Some of you are great at um, leaders, being, being a leader, right? Being a leader sometimes is also a gift. And that's the ability to influence people to take some decisions. You know, you could be using a bad way and a good way, of course, but coming to people who are of faith you want is in a good way and these are skills that can help you shine and rise in wherever you've been put and the bible says that arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon you so how are you going to shine now this is a period of lockdown and many of us are beginning to wonder we are on this the future or the next few months seems uncertain even your jobs are not certain as a wear and you're wondering what does the future hold now is the time to reflect and say what are those skills within me that can come out trust me this is a time for soft skills to manifest this is a time for certain skills that have been latent to you you know it's time for them to show forth and you, you definitely want to tap into this and you, you know what i mean right so yeah that's what i want to share with you today you know making the best of your skills putting it out there for use using it for God's glory, not just because you even want to make some money, but because you want to fulfill your ministry. Somewhere in, I can't remember whether it's Corinthians, the last chapter or Colossians, it says, tell this person that they should fulfill his ministry. And it's a charge to me and you today that um, whatever skills, whatever talents we've been given, we have to use it for God's glory. So that text, I think it's the one about the pounds is it's in Luke chapter 19 in case you want to just refer to it to also get like more clarity right so yeah so that that's what I want to share with you today using your talents for God's glory maximizing it I mean we should all challenge ourselves how can we do like and make about 100% on the gift God has given to us you have to go out and shine now remember again not all um, just to round up, not all talents are for the um, for the public. I don't know how to put that, but let me let me, let me put it this way: some people are called to serve in obscure places, 
yeah i think that's a better way to put it so sometimes you may not be like at the front line but you're a very very important part of fulfilling god's promises or god's plan for a place now imagine someone who is a prayer warrior um or a mom who works who works as a full housewife sometimes we don't we don't appreciate it you don't appreciate you enough but you know you're very crucial to where you are and if you're not there many of the things in the front line may not be able to work so whatever you wherever you've been called to serve wherever your where, whatever your talent may be wherever it may place you whether it's in the lights or in the obscure places whether it's in the rural places whether it's in the city use your gifts as much as you can you know and just influence as many lives as possible so this for me is a way of me influencing lives because i could have thought about all this and i kept it to myself but i would rather share i know god has called me to a place where i need to also impact lives and share with people and i'm trying to do that so what are you going to do about your talent what are you going to do about the gift that's given to you um if this blesses you please do share with others so that they can also um connect and learn and then if you want me to share anything please um let me know you can just do a comment by dropping a voice um recording also let me know what you want me to share with you um yeah so this is me wishing you um grace praying that grace is granted unto you more and more for you to be able to go fulfill that ministry um thank you for listening i wish you a beautiful day ahead love and light always the father's daughter all right thank you